Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, WQAM, and the Radio.com app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. Erica, you hear that? I'm getting ready for the wing contest. Erica from Tropical Chevrolet challenged me to a hot wing contest. Not how many wings, but the hottest wings we could find. That challenge has been accepted. I'm very excited about that. That was our number one in a nutshell right then and there. This is Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Erica and Ari, the great owners of Tropical Chevrolet, and Danny, the amazing GM there. Go tell them Zach in the Nose sent you. You get a good deal on a car. Uh, a truck, all that great stuff there at Tropical Chevrolet. We had a couple observations uh, that we hit in the last segment. We'll get more of those, more of your text messages as well. 305-567-0560. Somebody tweeted this at me, Nose, and I told them I would ask you on the air about it. Uh, Someone said they just traded away Zeke for Jonathan Taylor and A.J. Brown. Who won the trade? He wouldn't tell me who traded who. He just wants to know who wins a trade because he probably doesn't want to know if he won or lost. I believe in fair trades. And let me tell you something. That's exactly the type of trade I would recommend. I think it's absolutely fair for both teams. Uh, Jonathan Taylor and A.J. Brown, though, might be leaning towards the person who benefited a little bit more. Uh, Again, it's not that simple as two for one. I need to know the records. I need to know the rosters. But fair trade, well done from both teams. If you're a Zeke owner and you needed to uh, have two players to start, you got two players to start. And if you were a person that could afford to trade away Brown and Taylor, cause you had a really loaded roster, you got a top five pick. Uh, I love the trade. How about that? Right. Uh, the writing guy back. No, it says fair trade, maybe a little bit better if you got JT and AJ in that one. So there you go right there. 305-567-0560. Maybe my favorite text I have, we have ever gotten here, uh, outside of our boy from Hawaii, who I love very, very much. Um, it's, this is for my boy Vento, who texts in the morning also. Spent the night with an amazing chick one time. Man, that broad could really bend Danucci like a spaghetti noodle. And yes, she passed the sniff test, too. Okay. Thank God we got some Bento. people with personalities listening to the show. Because you get it. He gets the show. We're, it's like we're the Levitard show. I am an extreme character, right. so right. I respect that. Right. That's a very good one right there. Real quickly, another two text messages before we get to more um, observations here. Need two running backs. Uh, Bernard Mur- uh, Murray Mixon White. So take two out of that. Mike uh, Murray Mixon White Bernard pick two. Well, that's a tough one because I'm not starting both Bernard and Mixon. Okay, so if Mixon is out, I'm starting Bernard. If Mixon's a full blown go, I'm starting Mixon. Okay, put that to the side. Uh, and then uh, Latavius Murray or, or White. Uh, I, I can't start White, so I'm going to go with Murray. At least he gets some carries and he has that opportunity to get that five yard or in a rushing touchdown. So let's go with one of the whoever's playing in the Cincinnati running backs, right. whoever the starter is, and uh, Murray over White. All right, PPR one point tight end. I need one Eric Ebron or our boy Harrison Bryant. 
Oh, I'm going with Harrison Bryant, and uh, I'm feeling very good about it. Eric Ebron's got an absolutely brutal matchup against Baltimore. We said it. I think Baltimore's defense is going to give the Steelers a hurting, okay? They're the undefeated team, right, Zach? Yes. Okay, and Baltimore's defense is ranked in the top three, and they're nasty, and I don't trust really anybody on that offense uh, besides Jimmy Connor, who's just going to have a – I I only like him because he's going to have volume. I don't like anybody really on Pittsburgh's offense this week. Quick question, reg- quick question regarding Bryant. I'm literally about to drop Schultz to pick up Bryant. Is that a good move? Yes, it is. Okay, Schultz to me has absolutely zero value because of Ben Danucci. I want Ben Danucci. Yeah, even even if Dalton's their quarterback. Is that all? Yeah. No. I want the Villa Scalapini. <laughs> okay. Thank you. The only thing we serve here is tongue for anybody who wanted me to finish wow. the sentence there. Wow. Well done, well done, Garcia. Woo. That was really Anytime good you could put the Goonies in the show, right. I feel like the show is a winner. I want the Villa Scalapini. It's very good. It's like Ben Danucci. Very good there. Uh, one more, and we're going to get some observations, which is good because the second part of this gets us right into our next observation I want to go over. A.J. Green or Slayton? First part of the question. Oh, I'm going to go with A.J. Green over Slayton. Uh, A.J. Green is highly targeted right now, and I just I trust him a lot more than Slayton and uh, Danny Dimes. And the second part of that is, what are your thoughts on Leonard Fournette, which brings us to another one of our observations, the Tampa Bay offense. They, uh, it seems like every week they pick up another star to be on that offense, uh, and then they lose one. It's funny because it's like they Godwin comes back in, and then he's hurt, and he's going to be out at least a week. And then Antonio Brown comes in, and Leonard Fournette, and Rojo, and Scotty Miller. So much to go on here. Can you dissect the Tampa Bay offense for me outside of saying that Tom Brady is back to MVP levels? Oh, and by the way, Gronk's there too. Oh, he sure is, and he is now all of a sudden very fantasy uh, relevant is a good word for that. Um, Okay, let's go over this Tampa Bay offense situation. I really want to break down the running back situation to start because we are sort of seeing it took a long time. It took to week eight, Zach. And we're not fully there yet, but it took a long time to see Leonard Fournette finally become a fantasy-relevant player. Last week, I really (laughs) he had 11 carries for 50 yards, but more impressively, he had six receptions for 47 yards, okay? 97 total yards. But what was very key to me is that Rojo only had 13 carries for 34 yards. Not good. So now all of a sudden, Rojo had 13 carries last week, and Fournette had 11. And Fournette was also the third down back on top of it, catching the ball out of the backfield. So what do I think about Fournette? I think it's about to be, by maybe by the end of this week, we might be talking about Fournette being a better starting play than Ronald Jones. And then maybe the week after that, people are going to be like, thank God I held on to Fournette, or my God, that guy really dropped him a little too early because Fournette in about two to three weeks, has every ability to being a very good starting guy. And I think he's more talented than Ronald Jones. I've never been a big fan of Jones, even though he's had a few good games. Uh, So my overall thoughts on Fournette are he's totally startable this week if he's your best option. And I expect him to take over uh, the starting running back job in two to three weeks from Rojo. So that's your breakdown on that. In terms of the wide receivers, man, I'm really... Not sure how next week's show is going to be because that's when we're going to be talking about Antonio Brown, right, Zach? Right, that's that's right. it, week nine. Uh, because if, if Chris Godwin's back by then, you're looking at Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown. On top of it having uh, Rob Gronkowski there, you're right. Tom Brady could go back into MVP type of status because right. the weapons are just ridiculous. Uh, 
but it's going to be very hard to trust or, you know, the targets are going to be spread around. So it's going to be very hard when you have Mike Evans, you have Chris Godwin, and even Scotty Miller's good. So um, next week's show, we're going to be talking about the wide receivers and what to do there. We don't know yet. Quite honestly, I don't know if Arians or Byron Leftwich know yet, the, the head coach and the offensive coordinator, but we're going to keep a close eye on it. But for right now, with the question that the text messenger asked, what about Leonard Fournette? I think you're smiling if you own him. I think he's startable. And I think you're going to really like what you see when it comes down to the playoff time. Right. And speaking of running backs, by the way, it brings us to another one of our observations here on the list. The 49ers backfield. Ugh. Obviously the nose pick of the year. Radio Raheem uh, hurt twice now this year on IR. And uh, will return later in the season, obviously. But you're talking about Hasty and Coleman and McKinnon and Wilson Jr. And Roger Craig and all these guys that you play you know, running back. For, that was an old reference. Nice job. Yes. To Ricky the 49ers. Waters. Ricky Waters. Could you be in there? Garrison Hurst also. We're going to throw an old uh, Very Ricky. well done. But what do you do there? Like, what is anyone at this point outside of when Radio Raheem is back and in, in and on that lineup and not on IR? Is anyone worth picking up? Is anyone worth having? Is anyone worth starting? What do you think of the 49er backfield? Well, it's interesting because we got to this point, but I'm very happy that I would say, say we had 30 text messages, Zach. I think in 20 of them were either McKinnon or Hasty right. involved right. in it. And I did not recommend McKinnon or Hasty once. So it does answer that question. How about Tevin Coleman is designated to, to return this week? Okay. So now you have Coleman. You have Hasty, who they really like there. And they have McKinnon, who I still think is the best running back of all of them. But I can't trust any of them. And I'm not going to know when I'm going to be able to trust any of them for a long time until Radio Raheem comes back. Because when he runs, you watch him. He runs with authority, and he's on another level. Outside of this, I think Shanahan's going to work with a hot hand. And I don't think they're, you know, I think they're going to use their wide receivers a lot as they normally do uh, with sweeps. I don't trust the 49ers backfield. I'm not starting anybody from the 49ers backfield this week because there's too much risk and there's too much unknown. And in fantasy, what we have to do is take away the risk and take away the unknown. And that's what I'm doing here by not playing any Niners uh, running backs this week. And we'll just have to bring it back up next week to see what we saw this week. Right. All right. One more observation here before we go to break. Uh, a guy that we brought up about 478 times on the show two weeks ago and only cut it to 220 times on the show last week, finally is out there for his team, and he's playing against his old team, Le'Veon Bell. Kansas City is playing the Jets this week. Depending on what site you like to wager uh, money on, if you do, the spread's anywhere between 19.5 and 21 points. This is one of the largest spreads in NFL history. Uh, but Le'Veon Bell it could be a little revenge game on Adam Gase and the New York Jets. What do you expect to see from Le'Veon? What do you want to see from Le'Veon? Uh, startable, not startable. What's your thoughts, Le'Veon Bell? I'm going Le'Veon Bell startable, and I am going with nothing more than my gut and instinct on this one and a little bit of uh, just knowing Andy Reid and how he treats his players. But Andy Reid is the type of guy who's going to say, okay, Le'Veon Bell, you're going against the Jets. And you, I know you are motivated to run it down their throats. Right. So I'm going to give you the ball. And I really believe, you know, listen, you're starting uh, the hyphen, no question about it. But I have Le'Veon Bell starting in a few of my fantasy weeks. I'm not expecting some kind of crazy 130 yards off of 25 carries. No, no, no. I'm expecting 60 to 80 yards. But let me tell you something. When they're in the red zone and they're within the five yards or to the goal line, 
it's going to be Le'Veon Bell getting the ball, not Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, because Andy Reid gets it. And by getting it, he's going to make his player happy. So I'm absolutely expecting him to have a good game. And it's solely because it's against his old team. Right. And he's going to stick it to him. Start Le'Veon Bell in a flex position. Okay. And obviously text the show to see because you might have better options. And so if you have better options, you obviously don't have to start him. But if you're in a situation where he's on your team and you don't like the options around you, sort of expecting Andy Reid to feed him the ball, Zach. Yeah, I, I feel like that uh, is probably going to happen this week, especially in a revenge game. And Andy Reid, not a uh, not a dumb uh, coach here and head He's coach. He's a player's he knows, coach. Right, he gets he knows, it. Okay? Right, right, right. You're going to need Le'Veon Bell all year to be good, okay? Because you're trying to win a Super Bowl. And you want Le'Veon Bell happy, and he's still talented. And this just one makes sense. He was going against Gaze. They had a horrible relationship. It just makes sense that Andy Reid's going to feed him and Le'Veon Bell's going to eat. Right. All right, last one here uh, before we get to break. It is two a week down here in South Florida. It is two a time finally here. Ryan Fitzpatrick now on the bench. Two is now the starter for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I saw it all over uh, my fantasy leagues. People either picking him up or dropping guys in the Dolphins, picking him up all over the place. What are the fantasy angles? Forget about me and my infatuation with Tua and my jerseys for me and my son and how I already have lunch and dinner picked out for Sunday because we're going to be sitting on the couch for nine hours watching. But Tua, fantasy, thoughts on that? Right. We don't know what he's going to look like, right? We, we've we never saw him in the preseason. Uh, obviously, he's fully healthy or he wouldn't start. And so there's the running aspect to his game. So you could see something like Kyler Murray and, God, you're going to be the happiest person in the world and all you Dolphin fans are going to be thrilled because he's a player who's going to be rolling out, rushing for yards. And if he rushes for yards, he's going to have a fantasy value. But, big but. In a one-quarterback league, in a 10-12 to 12 team league, you're probably not starting two this right. week. That's a what we call a homer move, all right? Right, right. Um, And the scariest part for me about this is are the wide receivers are, you know, they're good. I, I respect Preston Williams and, and Devontae Parker, but I did see uh, that they are the absolute worst in the NFL right now in terms of um, separation from their cornerbacks. I think it's something like 2.3 yards uh, which is the dead worst in the NFL. So it gives kudos to Fitz Magic because he was hitting ball, he was hitting guys in tight spaces, right. and he was, and we just don't know if two is going to have that accuracy starting out. So um, fantasy wise, sure, put him on your bench for sure. There's something super exciting about the fact that he could do both. The, listen, quarterbacks that run uh, have a huge advantage over quarterbacks that don't. Right? That's right, just the, right. that's just the bottom line. Uh, but yeah, you. You don't want to start him against number 99 and number 20 on those teams. That's Aaron Donald and, and Ramsey, okay? That's just, right, Ramsey's going to be going against Parker one-on-one. Overall, I don't expect a big game, but I do think that the Dolphins can win the game, and that's when the legend begins, but not fantasy-wise. Right. right. All right, let's take a break here. It's Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. The sniff test, the tight end pick of the week. The nose pick of the week and your text messages here in these last two segments of the show before we get to Thursday Night Football coming up after us tonight, Atlanta and Carolina. I believe the inactives have come out also. I'll try to look those up and see if any fantasy implications on that either. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More observations, more of your text. And like I said, nose pick of the week, tight end pick of the week, and the sniff test all coming up.
feel like this is the commercial for like Wrangler jeans also. <laughs> Zach of the Nose here wearing our jeans tonight. Zach of the Nose football shirt. Is it Favre? Favre is definitely in that commercial, right? His copper, the copper sleeve that he does, whatever it is. All right, this is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by our friends at Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Go tell the GM there, uh, Danny, that Zach of the Nose sent you. You're going to get a great deal on uh, a truck, a car, all that great stuff they have there at Tropical Chevrolet. Uh, best, uh, another shout-out to Ari and Erica, the owners of Tropical Chevrolet, for listening as well, we love when they're listening to the show and especially challenging me to hot wing eating contests. I, which, I cannot wait. This is so which real. It is happening. I just told my wife, she goes, are you crazy? I go, I'm as crazy as Eric is. And that's how we roll, baby. That's right. And I love it. I'm excited for that as well. All not right. So we have a lot to, we have a lot to still go not over here. Uh, not for, not for her. Probably, probably that's what we have to uh, look at right there. All right. We have to get to the sniff test, by the way. We usually get to it real early, but when there's a lot of text messages, I want to get all the text messages we can out of the way before we get to our normal stuff we do here on the show. We do have a couple text messages that we will get to after the sniff test tonight. Now, we do this every week. This is where we get the nose candy and the nose bleeds from. Nose gives his picks, tells you who he loves, tells you who he doesn't love, and then we go from there. So let's start with quarterback position. Let's get a couple quarterbacks for week eight of the NFL season that pass the sniff test. All right. We got... Tonight, tonight, Zach, one hour, Teddy yes. Bridgewater. That's right. I love him. I mean, this is one of the more popular pick him up and and start him, or he was on your bench. But if you had Kyler Murray or Deshaun Watson on your in, on your team, there's nobody better than you could be starting right now for your backup for Teddy Bridgewater going against an absolutely terrible defense with Atlanta. Uh, national television, I'm expecting a 300-yard performance with two touchdowns, making him an awesome start, just in about any format. I love Derek Carr this week. He's been sort of sneaky so far this year, Zach. He's averaging 23 fantasy points in standard leagues, and just uh, <coughs> that's a half a point behind Lamar Jackson, slash wow. wink, wink. Because wow. going back to my whole Lamar Jackson, you shouldn't draft early you know, conversation. Right. Carr goes against the car goes against the Browns, who's really having trouble guarding anyone, especially tight ends. See Darren Waller, great start this week. And I expect Carr to be very solid. Two hundred and seventy five yards, two touchdowns, making him nose candy. Right. And then right. last but not least, Carson Wentz making the passing the sniff test for a while, going against Dallas. I don't think I need to say any more about Dallas and their defense and their offense. I think we've really crushed that conversation. Carson Wentz has got a little confidence right now. It looks like he might be getting Dallas Goder back. He's getting Jalen Rager back. So all of a sudden he's got weapons. And of course, Fulgie, as we discussed, or Fulgham. Fulgham. I love, yeah. I, I love Carson Wentz this week. So uh, if you have him on your team and you've been deciding whether to start him or not, no doubt this is the week to start him. All right, quarterbacks that passed the sniff test for week eight. Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr, and Carson Wentz. Let's move on to the running back position. Give me a couple running backs for week eight of the NFL season that passed the sniff test. All right. Well, we don't know if Miles Sanders is starting or not, but I believe he's going to be out because he didn't practice today, which makes Boston Scott. That's right. Boston Scott, a absolute dream matchup. Uh, against Dallas. Uh, Dallas is dead last against the run. So who's ever running the ball, start him with confidence, and I expect that to be Boston Scott. Next, Todd Gurley. 
in just a few, very few hours. Well, well I guess now we're about An 55 hour now, minutes right, away. Yeah. Todd Gurley should put a solid performance in 90 to 110 yards with a touchdown. And uh, hopefully the touchdown will actually be a good one this week. <laughs> Last week, we were just discussing off air. Uh, Todd Gurley with one of the more embarrassing moments when Matt Ryan tells him to go down on the one. If he goes down on the one, he wins the football game. Mm-hmm. Then they end up losing the football game, but not fantasy owners. Nope. Anybody with a fantasy owner that had Todd Gurley that won within five points, you are the true stars. Right, We're a fantasy right. show. Uh, anyway, get Todd Gurley in your lineup. Caroline is not very good against the run. He's been very solid so far, and I expect him to keep that solidity. And last but not least, out of the running backs, JT, a.k.a. Johnny Taylor, a.k.a. the Iron Lung. That's right, Jonathan Taylor has been boringly good, but not scoring as much for his owners. Well, that's going to change against the Lions D, who really can't stop anybody. This is a match made in heaven. And if I hadn't used already Jonathan Taylor as the nose pick of the week, I would have done it before. But I don't double up on my nose picks of the week. So uh, Jonathan Taylor's a must start this week for you. All right, Todd Gurley, JT, and either Boston Scott or Miles Sanders versus Dallas of the running backs that pass this week's sniff test. Let's get to that wide receiver position. Week eight of the NFL season, an hour away from kickoff for that. Give me a couple wide receivers that pass the sniff test. So much Carolina Atlanta tonight. Guys, I love Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, right? We don't, if you have them, you start them. That's the bottom line. It's very likely that one might have a better game than the other. So if you're starting Robbie Anderson, you're obviously hoping it's the Robbie Anderson show and not the DJ Moore show. But uh, both of those guys, I'm assuming you don't have both on your team. So I like them both. Again, this is a very big shootout type of match tonight. Uh, Go start Robbie Anderson and or DJ Moore. We recommended two wide receivers from the same uh, team last week in Cincinnati. Uh, And it worked. I'm running it back, okay? Um, Second guy, I love Hollywood Brown coming off a bye against Pitt. Yes, Pitt is an incredible defense, but Lamar is also an incredible quarterback who will find Hollywood Brown on Sunday. Uh, With injuries and bye weeks and rosters getting thin, Zach, I'm here to tell you that if you have Hollywood Brown on your lineup and you're saying, do I start him or not because he's got this tough matchup, he'll get the targets. He's going to have a good game. Start Hollywood with confidence. And last, I'm going a little into the well here, but I'm recommending Cole Beasley. That's right, Cole Beasley, who's been very quietly averaging at least 11 fantasy points in his last six games. He has New England at home, and if Stefan Diggs is going one-on-one against Stephen Gilmore and he gets that Stephen Gilmore treatment, that means a lot of targets are going to go Beasley's way. And I have him to be a very sneaky and good play. Give me 80 yards and a touchdown, Zach, and maybe around six to seven receptions, and I'm feeling really good about that call. Yeah, it's a nice start if that's what the uh, final numbers are for him. Wide receivers that pass the Week 8 sniff test, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, Hollywood Brown, and Cole Beasley. So if we have a bunch of players that pass the sniff test, we got to have a bunch of players that fail the sniff test. Let's start with that quarterback position. Nose, give me a couple quarterbacks you do not like this week that fail the sniff test. There it is right there. That wow, I don't know if that was test. somebody sniffing in or someone taking a huge hit of weed. I don't know which right. one, but Something, I respect right. them both. Right. Okay, so quarterbacks that fail the sift test. I, I've been saying it all, all season, excuse me, all segment long. Big Ben is a bad start against the Ravens. He's not going to have those big plays like he had to chase Claypool. I have 
Big Ben having a very average game, literally about 150 to 175 yards, maybe a touchdown and a few picks. That's what I'm predicting out of him. Man, I can't can't bear to do it, but Drew B's at the Bears. The Bears are allowing 12 fantasy points per game right now against quarterbacks, and uh, that's not too good. Even though Michael Thomas just practiced today, and that does give him, when I wrote this, Michael Thomas was fully out, okay? Right, I'll be honest. Right. But uh, I'm not sure how effective he will be if he comes back. But overall, Drew Brees at the Bears cold weather, I don't love that start. And last, I do not like Matthew Stafford versus the Colts, who have the number two overall defense in the NFL. Stafford has been very so-so. His best week was last week where we recommended him. And that's the beauty of fantasy. Last week I recommended him. This week I'm saying don't start him. Big Ben, Drew Brees, Matt Stafford, quarterbacks that fail the sniff test going into week eight of the NFL season. Let's get to the running back position. Give me a couple running backs you don't like this week that fail the sniff test. Your boy Gaskins is going to have volume, but he's going against the Rams defense, and that means he's going against Aaron Donald. And as we've watched, and we watched last week how Montgomery was absolutely smothered by him, I don't think unless you have to start him, and I did recommend him because, listen, there's always a player that, you know, like Gaskins I'm not recommending, but if he's your best option, you got to start him and just pray. That's the bottom line. But overall, I don't expect him to have a good game. Man, I don't like Devin Singletary versus the Pats, and this is one we have to pay attention to because right now, uh, he was a player coming into the season. I expected to take a huge leap forward, and uh, Zach Bush, a.k.a. Zach Moss, was uh, a player that was supposed to be all over him. Well, he was hurt for a few weeks, and Singletary still didn't get the job done, Zach, right? right. So um, Devin Singletary, if you can wait on him and not start him this week, he just hasn't been giving the production, and I just don't see it starting this week. And last but not least, we just mentioned him, David Montgomery. Uh, can I just flat out just say I don't think he's very good, okay? I think he stinks. I do. Right. And and maybe I'm bitter, and maybe I'm very bitter because I've had to start him in situations and he didn't do anything for me right. uh, like last weekend. But the bottom line is, is that David Montgomery needs to be in a game where they're down a lot and he's getting a lot of catches out of the backfield because Foles can't hit anybody down the field. And maybe you get that dirty touchdown from him. That, that's your best-case scenario. And based on that alone – I don't like him. I'm not starting David Montgomery if I don't have to. David Montgomery, Devin Singletary, and our boy Gaskins all make the failed sniff test for week eight at the running back position. Let's get to the wide receivers for week eight of the NFL season. Give me a couple wide receivers that fail the sniff test. <laughs> I mean, uh, you're a two gig Garcia. You are That's very, right. very perfect for this show. Oh, my God. What's that from? I don't want to know. Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker is on a fail the sniff oh, test. No. I, again, he's going against Ramsey one on one and yeah, besides Ramsey being the most, you know, expensive or the, the richest uh contract out of the quarterback position, he probably really is ultimately the best one on one guy out there, even though Stephen Gilmore's right on him. I uh, just don't see this being a really good uh week for Devontae Parker into his debut. Bench Devontae Parker. See how those two connect first before you're starting them. Again, I know you might have a thin roster injuries, bye weeks. You might have to start them and let him rip. Okay, fine. I'm just telling you, scale your expectations. It might not be a pretty situation. Right. Next, we discussed it all, all show long. Get it ready, Garcia. C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup against Philadelphia. Absolutely not recommending them because of the Nucci. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all? 
No. I want the Vila Skelepin. It just doesn't get old for me. I mean, you have to be like 40 years old or older to really understand the Goonies legend. Let me tell but you something. If you're, a, if you're a parent in the 40s right now or in the early 50s and you have not sat down with your kids to watch Goonies, then shame on you. Because my, my son doesn't sit still for anything more than Peppa Pig right now. But when he does, Goonies and Tommy Boy are going to be the first two movies we watch. I promise you that right now. But both legendary. And, right. Uh, you know, listen, if you heard that, I'm going to be sort of mean right now. If you heard that Goonies clip and you know about Mouth. No. I want the Vila Skelepin. If that doesn't make you laugh and you know the reference, I'm sorry you don't have a personality. And that's how I feel about right, it. Right. C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup against Danucci are just not good starts. I, I get it. C.D. Lamb started off really hot for you, but that's when he, they had the best quarterback fantasy-wise in the game throwing to you. Now you have a guy out of Jimmy Madison University that has never played before. It's going to be a nightmare. Uh, try not to start them if you can't. Right. And uh, while we're just doing it... Guys, so that the name of El Guapo will be hanging on everyone's lips. He will be here, El Guapo. <laughs> I mean, you're on fire, Garcia. That was the slips. <laughs> you know, that was the best slip you had tonight. That was a slip? If right. that's a slip, I'll take that all day and twice right. on Sundays. Right, right, right. Okay, so all Patriots wide receivers. That's the third one. If you, all a plethora Patriots, of Patriots wide receivers. <laughs> oh, my God, you did it. God. All Patriots wide receivers, all Patriots running backs. They are just awful. I was just having a conversation today with one of the bigger New England Patriot fans I, I, I know, and Cappy and I were talking about it, and none of their players are start-worthy. Right. And for someone like them... I think that they need to hit the reset button in a big way and start over. Now the question was, is Bill Belichick going to be the, uh, the, the coach of a reset team or not? That's a, for another conversation because Josh McDaniels is probably sitting there saying, it's time for you to retire, guy. Right, but right. Overall, though, to just give you an idea, you cannot start any New England players. How about that? We're saying that in week eight after they were the best team for the last, I don't know, 20 years. Two decades, right, correct. There you That's go. Exactly there what it go. was. All right, all the Patriots wide receivers, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Devontae Parker are all the wide receivers that fail the sniff test. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. We'll get to all your texts coming up here. We have the tight end pick of the week, the nose pick of the week, and your text messages to, to finish everything out here. We'll take a quick break. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Take a break. Wrap things up right after this. <laughs> Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. We are back here. We're brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Find new robes. It's got all those robes on it. Rogues? Roots? <laughs> I can't I can't I can't say that word. Roads. Rowds. Rowds. That's a total weird word, isn't it? Find new Rowids at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. More production than you'll ever get on any other show here at WQM. You have on Zach and the Nose. And it was brought to you every week by our friends at Tropical Chevrolet. I, I'm trying to hold back the laughter, but it is not easy 
uh, when that segment comes on and I read that and we drop that line. I'm not sure what makes me laugh more now, either uh, the Goonies lines or the or the Black Sheep lines at this point. I'm just not sure where we go there. 305-567-0560 is a text machine. Let's get to a couple text messages here, Nose, before we get to the tight end pick of the week and the Nose pick of the week. So we'll go in order here. Do to do PPR flex. Josh Reynolds, Galman Higby, or I could pick up Damian Harris or T.Y. Hilton. PPR flex, Reynolds, Galman, Higby, or Damian Harris, T.Y. Hilton. I like Josh Reynolds the most out of these choices. Reynolds got targeted like crazy last week for the Rams. Got a matchup against the Dolphins where he's going to be going in the slot. I like Reynolds. Uh, Goldman can't be trusted. I don't care if uh, Freeman's playing or not. Higby might be playing, might not. He's sort of now splitting time with Everett. Uh, and Damian Harris and T.Y. Hilton. You know, T.Y. Hilton, you're just praying that he does something, which uh, I have recommended him on the show uh, earlier today. But uh, overall, I would go with Josh Reynolds. All right, 305-567-0560 if you got any more text messages in here. Josh Ryan or Matt Ryan? Thank you. uh, uh, Josh Allen or Matt Ryan? Did I say Josh Ryan? Josh Allen or Matt Ryan? Thank you very much. Great show. Okay, I promise you that uh, I have the right answer here, but you're going to have to be patient tonight. You're going to go with Josh Allen over Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is not the best. uh, He's going to be okay tonight, but uh, he is much better when he is at home. Josh Allen home versus New England in a big divisional matchup. No doubt I go with Josh Allen. All right. Someone texted and said, sorry if you already read this, but I wanted to ask again, it's Hasty Dobbins or CDPPR League. I don't believe you. We did not bring that one up. Um, And I'm actually going to go with Dobbins Uh, only let's only if Ingram is out, which it looks like he might not play this week. That means it's going to be Gus the bus and Dobbins splitting the time there in a full PPR league. Dobbins should get six to seven catches on some dirty uh, dump off passes. So I'm going to go with Dobbins over hasty and CD. Uh, One wide receiver and one flex. Claypool, Aguilar, or Justin Jackson? Pick one wide receiver and one flex. Wow. Well, people are asking about Aguilar because he actually had a really big game last week. He had nine targets, five catches, 107 yards, and a touchdown. And on top of it, I really like their matchup versus Cleveland. So I'm going to say ride the hot hand with Aguilar. And between Claypool and Justin Jackson, I'm actually going to go with Justin Jackson Claypool, I think, is going to get shut down by Baltimore this week, and I can't trust him because Deontay Johnson is back, and we saw last week with DJ back, Claypool's still a weapon for them, but he's going to get less targets. And so for that reason, Algalar and Justin Jackson are my choices. All right, I got to get to my boy Haitian Max who texted in here. I love you, Haitian Max. I love when you text in. Looks like he's in a PPR league, and he needs help. First off, he goes, hey, Zach, I got McCaffrey. Is he playing? He's not playing tonight. He'll be back in 10 days. He'll get the bye week. He'll get off Thursday night football, and then he'll be back. So there's your first answer to the question. Uh, Ingram, Dobbins, Hyde, and Singletary. So I'm guessing pick one of those to replace Christian McCaffrey this week. If Hyde is a full-blown playing, and if Car- uh, Chris Carson is out, then I like Hyde. Okay, so the, in the situation where Hyde is the flat-out starter there, he's my choice. If not, I'm going to go with Dobbins, who is going to be playing. I don't think Ingram is going to play, and I've discussed I don't like Singletary just at all. So uh, it's going to be Hyde if he's a flat-out starter. If not, go Dobbins. All right, he also has a wide receiver uh, question on here. He listed four, I'm guessing pick one, or put them in order if you want. Devontae Parker, Tim Patrick, Judge Judy, or C.D. Lamb? Yeah, you do need help. He says need help next to it. I I agree. 
it's bad matchups. You, you actually have good players in bad matchups. Um, I just recommended against Devontae Parker, but out of all the players, the targets, I do believe he is the best bet. Right now in Denver, it's not worthy of an observation, but Patrick and Judy are both talented players, but that offense in general right now yeah, can't be trusted. Denver's at home versus the Chargers, and I just simply at home with the windy weather, the cold weather, and Drew Locke is not finding his wide receivers. I don't think they're safe, so the safest play is Devontae Parker. All right, here's an interesting one that I think I can answer, but I'm going to let you answer anyway. Should I trade Adam Thielen for the hyphen and Chris Godwin? Why don't you take that one, Jimmy? I'm going to go yes. I'm going to say yes on that. Even though Godwin's a little nicked up, you're getting the hyphen in there, and when Godwin comes back, I think he's a better choice than Adam Thielen with Tom Brady's offense, but uh, that would just be my guess on that. Am I close to being right? No, you are correct. Um, I would. I prefer the hyphen and Godwin, even though Thielen right. is... Thielen is a top five receiver this year. He's great. He's dependable. But I still believe that the hyphen is going to be just fine, and he's going to get plenty of targets. And Godwin's only going to be out for one week. So you're basically getting two really good starters for one. So I have absolutely uh, no problem with you trading Thielen for uh, the hyphen and Godwin. I would say go ahead and make that move. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Uh, 305-567-0560. Uh, is the text machine. Someone said Dobbins or Malcolm Brown PPR. Pick one, Dobbins or Malcolm Brown. Dobbins. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see what else here. Uh, <laughs> my boy Splib texted. Now, it's definitely a not a real text, but it is kind of funny. I'm free. I need one for my all-white team, Cole Beasley, Scotty Miller, or the white boy from the Texans. <laughs> so he's only looking for one? Yes, he has an all-white team. He needs a white wide receiver. I understand. I uh, really like Beasley and Miller. If I'm going to pick one, I'm going to go with Cole Beasley this week. All right, so that's good there. 305-567-0560. Someone, someone te- uh, did a voice text and said, yo, Jack, instead of yo, Zach. I'm okay with that also. That sometimes happens. All right, let's get to a couple text messages. Oh, we'll get back to a couple text messages in a second here. We have two we need to get to, including the tight end pick of the week, the almost award-winning segment here by The Nose. Uh, Let's get to it. Your tight end for week eight of the NFL season is... Janu Smith. Tennessee Titans. Yes, I used Janu Smith in week one when he had a monster game. And I'm going to use him again. And I'll tell you why. I think it was actually week two. But uh, last week, he only had one catch for nine yards. And that is very discouraging when you make a decision the next week. Do I start this guy or not? And I completely understand that. But... The Bengals are ripe to get burned by Smith, and he's going to be targeted early and often from Tannehill and the Titans, okay? I'm giving you the full green light. The tight end pick of the week to start Janu Smith this week. He's not going to have another flunker, so go ahead and start him with confidence. I'm expecting him to have 80 yards and a touchdown at his base, so it's only going to go up from there. Start Janu Smith. It's an absolutely easy pick. He's going to have a great game. I like the texture that texted, and I need a kicker who is available, sir. Rule number one know. here on the show. That, that, that number sort of looks familiar to me. I think that could have been Big Scotty, who is obviously pranking the show. That's my bet. And I know that I'm he's got Rodrigo. To wanting to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> he starts Rodrigo Blankenship, I believe, and only because the guy has the most awesome goggles. While of he, all time. Right. Of all time. Right. And wow. so we don't... We don't talk kickers on the show. 
<laughs> Rodrigo, James Worthy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Let's do the Mount Rushmore of goggle-wearing athletes. Oh, wow. Chris right Sabo wins. Let's go. Okay, there you go. I got so Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson probably going to make that list also. But this Rodrigo kid's on there already. He doesn't have to do anything more in his professional career uh, besides do that. We have a couple more. We have a couple more minutes left here before the nose pick of the week. If you do want to jump in with a text message, 305-567-0560. Let's get to the nose pick of the week here. And if we have some time, we'll take a couple more text messages. It's week eight of the NFL season. The award-winning segment we do here at the end of each of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Shows is the nose pick of the week. Nose the week eight nose pick of the week is... Well, Zach, I got to be honest with you. 50% of the reason why I picked this guy, and it is a deep, deep one right now, baby. I went deep. Oh, I see it's who you picked. I, because it's the guy who I literally giggle and laugh at when you say his name. So I'm going to let you take this one, Zach. The, the nose pick of the week is... Brandon Ayu. That is right. I am doing it. I am going with Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver, San Francisco. And I think you might be saying, okay, dude, what are you on right now that you're going out there and nailing Brandon Ayuk? Well, let me give you a few reasons why I'm going with, you know, Brandon Ayuk as the nose pick of the week that next week I'm going to have to, whether good or bad, I'm going to have to just man up and say how he did. Well, one. Debo Samuel is out for the week, which means a lot more targets for this guy. And he's going to be the person who gets that inside running back sweep. You know, they do, they run across and and they hand it off to the wide receiver. Debo Samuel has got a few touchdowns doing it. Now it's going to be Ayuk who's going to get those. That's one. Two, they're going against Seattle, who they really, at this point, they cannot score less than 30 points per game. So they're going to have to use their offensive weapons. They're going to have to throw the ball instead of that running back carousel. So Brandon Ayuk should get more targets with Debo Samuel out. And how about this? This guy's a straight stud. And he was picked really early by the Niners. Big time stud out of Arizona State. Ability to make a huge play. And let me tell you, I have him having a huge play or maybe two. So in conclusion, if you want a big play guy... And you're willing to go boom or bust. Ayuk is your guy. And I think he's going to have a big play. Or Utah. Give me two. <laughs> well done. I love the fact that we have Brandon Ayuk on there. Are you kidding Brand- me? I don't, yeah, I might be Ayuk! kidding you. We'll see. Ayuk. I think I literally had a dream. And it was you saying Ayuk like how you say Ayuk. And we've said Ayuk enough already today. But... Brandon Ayuk, nose pick of the week. If he's on your waiver wires, go pick him up and start him. If he's on your bench right now, figure out a way to put him in your lineup. And if he's in your lineup, well, God bless you. You're going to have a great start out of him. I love the fact that Miami Mondo just tweeted at us, Brandon Ayuk is on fire. We don't need no water. Let the burn. That's right. Burn, MFR. Burn. Oh, man. I think we had some more production to do here at the end of the show, and I butchered it, but I'm sorry if I did that. Um, uh, Garcia back there, but Garcia is our DJ tonight uh, with us, and uh, that's why you hear all the great production sound in the back. The nose. <laughs> that was Ayuk. That was Ayuk. I think. I right. think that was Brandon, and then they. Right. Ayuk. Yeah, he just ran through here right now. Right, I butchered it. Yeah, well, look, there he goes it. again. There's Brandon Ayuk. The nose pick of the week. 
Oh, man. This show. Special. Yeah, special in a bad way. That's what we are, the three of us here tonight. All right, for Danny Garcia, who's back at the Intercom Compound. For the nose, who's there on the other side of uh, my uh, uh, video screen here. That's exactly what it is here. I am Zach Krantz. You can follow the nose on Twitter, at Spencer Nose. If we did not get to your text messages, that's N-O-S-E, Spencer, N-O-S-E on Twitter. Have a great week this week in fantasy. Thursday Night Football coming up on 560, the Joe WQAM. After us, you get the pregame, and you will get the Atlanta Falcons and Carolina Panthers uh, there. What do you got, Nose? I want you to give me one more. The nose pick of the week, don't forget, is Brandon You. Have a great week in fantasy unless you're playing me. Score a lot of points unless you're playing me. And have a good week. Week eight of the NFL season. We made it, folks. Go get some wins. Speak to you next week. Love you. Change is inevitable. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.